Lord of mercy, the gods of the internet are not on my side today. Clearly, I must have angered them with my anti-communism mug. The commie gods of the internet, they're just, they're just out there sending people into gulags and forcing the gulags to starve to death. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, uh, it's four minutes past ten. Uh, it's the last day of January so, cool to get that one done. Cool to get that sort of just checked off the list, isn't it? Can add enough of that shit. Jesus. And, um, yeah, so pleased about that. Look, ladies, gentlemen, lobsters, all humans, all species, all everyone across everywhere. Literally, listen to that Brian Cox on Rogan's show the other night. Sounds like the universe. Pretty big. Pretty bloody big. So, look. I extend this welcome to every single last frickin' atom in it. Welcome to Coffee and Mames. Steady job and a couple extra lobsters. That's all I want. If you're getting on, you're pushing 30s, lovey. You know, it's time to think about getting some ambition. Oh, I always figured I'd live a little bit longer without it. Don't forget, kid, that what you're trying to do here is to be bright and chipper and entertaining and, and intelligent and sort of glitzy. And that's funny and it's, it's, it's kind of cool and it's interesting and it's edgy and... All of that, it it puts that facade of momentary charisma on you, and if you don't play that out, you actually fail. The lobster patriarchy has many of the top memes, many of the top memes, many of the top memes. The lobster patriarchy has many of the top memes, and that is so true that it's almost unbelievable. Hey, look, guys, I've got a good uh, couple of new things here for you. First one is I've got a button here that when I press it, uh, it makes uh, it automatically posts a message in the chat saying "Stop arguing about communism." <laughs> I, I found I can program an entire bloody stream deck full of automated messages that I can just start firing off when uh, whenever the chat gets unruly and out of control. Um, thanks to Joe, who's decided to listen on a data plan rather than his Wi-Fi. He's obviously made of money. Uh, and yeah, sorry about the shonky internet so at the beginning we, we we really have been promised this fiber optic wonderment but it has not yet arrived the promises they come thick and heavy however uh it is a bit of a sort of expectation it's basically the fire festival of internet we've been promised the luxury vip brunch and instead uh we've just got a pissed on mattress in a car park what are you gonna do you know we we carry on as best we can and yeah, I, yeah, look, I've got a, comp- a five-minute-long combination of people throwing shoes, which I will be dropping at the right moment. That's actually, it's just currently cycling in the background, just on a permanent loop. So even while it's not displayed, you can know that out there somewhere, some electrons, some atoms are firing away, and just shoes are <laughs> just getting thrown. They're just getting tra- Got um. Okay, so what have we got in the bloody trainer cannon? Uh, I want to play that Bad Man Can't Dance track again by Psycon, because that's a bit of fucking amen dream. Uh, new Topolsky. Topolsky! Um, he's like one warning away from suspension. His kids won't talk to him. He's on pills for his nerves. He's living in his car. Uh, I've got a new Pulsar bit called uh, New Dysphonia, New Objective, New Missing. Lots of weirdness, lots of good stuff. Oh, the intro song was Let You Go by Easy. Nice bit of gear. Oh, I played that earlier in the week. Listen, strap yourself in, 
Pour yourself a cup of the black gold. We got it all going on today. Florida man found a grenade, took it to Taco Bell on a date. Uh, Pablo Escoberger, uh, some Australians getting themselves into trouble for being hilarious. Uh, terrifying clown mask gang went on a ride out uh, to target rival gangs with a shotgun. Uh, penis snaps, swells, size of wine bottle. Hartley Parkinson's going in on that one. Uh, Half-naked woman caught masturbating in public, gets arrested, keeps masturbating. Uh, Schoolboy cage fighter. Uh, What else we got? Uh, Oh, in Japan, you can pay someone seven quid an hour to listen to you moaning. Uh, That'd be pretty cool. The commies in the chat, you can ring that up and pay just to have someone listen to you moan about capitalism. (laughs) Listen to you moan about the Tory government for seven quid an hour. That's well worth it. The irony, of course, being that you'd never get that under communism. They'd just sleep, sleep you in a cell. Oh, I think that's seven quid well spent, to be honest. What would I moan about? Hmm, I don't know. I'll, I'll come up with something by the end of the show. I'm not much of a moaner. Um, I'm, I'm more of a, I don't know, bullshitter. What, what you could do? Vaping, bad for you, apparently. Uh, so, yeah, shock horror. A retired couple uh, make uh, win the lottery because they're, I don't know, smart. Get into log um, guy that married the cockroach. Oh, you know, they only dated. They didn't actually wed. Anyway, he, he, he shagged it and then it died. Um, probably can't be bothered with the, the... The Sun reporting on the whole birds aren't real phenomenon is a hoot. However, the, someone has written basically like about 2,000 words as as a sort of investigative journalism piece on it. Like someone, Natasha uh, Wynarski, uh, no, Wynarski, I, sorry, it's a Polish name with just two minutes, I, I just, there's just no point. Uh, Natasha wrote it. And, yeah, I mean, they've gone in, they've really gone to town on the whole phenomenon, really as if it's a real thing and it's not just people having a laugh. Um, I mean, it's a huge, long story. I mean, it's probably worth a read. It's in the sun. Uh, it's called Meet the People Who Believe That Birds Are Not Real. They fucking don't. They're taking the piss out of you and everyone else. It's stupid, too stupid to understand memes. But, you know, I think, you know, it's not unusual for silliness to count as journalism these days. So, what you going to do? I promise we will get into the St. Paul slapper. And sex, more Japanese sex robot news. Oh, and Prankster gets his bum out for Google Street View. Look, there's plenty of stuff, guys. Plenty of bloody, plenty of bits. Look, all right, look, let's get into this Florida man who found a grenade. Florida man found a grenade whilst fishing and took it, took the explosive to Taco Bell. I mean, that's a nice place to take anyone. You know, a lady, a pet, a mistress, a stepdad. It's romantic. Taco Bell is romantic. They've just got one in Brighton, uh, opposite the Waitrose. Uh, a Florida man made an explosive discovery Saturday whilst magnet fishing. Magnet fishing? Is that fishing for lobsters? Aren't lobsters magnetic? Hmm. It's worth looking at. Lobsters? Uh, while using a magnet to search water for salvage items. Oh, right. Okay. It's just sort of gross, isn't it? A fisherman pulled out a World War II hand grenade, according to the police in Florida, about 80 miles northwest of Orlando. The fisherman threw the grenade in his truck and drove to Taco Bell, where he called police. The Taco Bell was, evac- Taco Bell was evacuated, police said, but it was reopened later that day. Thank God. Uh, the police later verified on their Facebook page that the device was a World War II hand grenade and a bomb squad had removed the device without incident. Well, that's the end of that story. As romantic as it was, uh, beautiful, still a better love story than Twilight. I think we can all agree on that one. 
Uh, God bless him. And uh, God bless Robin Hood. Right. Anyone for a Pablo Escoburger? Australian bar named uh, named for infamous... What? Australian bar named... Uh, named for... In, named after... Fuck, you can't even get the headline right, Daily Mail. Um, Australian bar na- named... None of this makes sense. Anyway, look, I'll cut to the chase on this one. There's a bar in Australia. They sell burgers. They've called one... Pablo Escobar burger. It's got a line of gear on the top and a rolled up hundred fake hundred dollar bill. Looks pretty cool. Uh, a a pop up burger bar named after drug lord Pasco, Pablo Escobar has raised eyebrows. No, the bar itself is not called. Oh man. Okay. Well, look, Pablo Escobar burgers. There you go. In Prahan, Melbourne. Uh, is named after the former Colombian cartel leader known for supplying at least 80% of the cocaine smuggled into the US in the late 80s. Damn, that's a lot of chalk. 80% of all of the US's cocaine was smuggled in by Pablo Escobar. Yikes. In an attempt to take the piss out of Pablo Escobar, uh, nicknamed the King of Cocaine, the bar offers uh, the, the Patron Burger, featuring a line of white garlic powder on top of the bun. The burger also comes with a rolled-up fake American $100 bill and a clear plastic bag filled with more garlic powder and a spoon. <laughs> Bit of fun, isn't it? That's hilarious. It looks like, looks like they do a vegetarian one with a mushroom as well. How delightful. I think this is hilarious. Um, anyway, obviously it's caused outcry because people don't understand jokes. Speaking, at, uh, 3AW, speaking to 3AW host Tom Elliott... Bar co-owner Vaughan Marks said the menu item was just a bit of a joke, mate. That's the way most Australians sit. Psychos, mate. Mr. Elliott argued the burger store was veering on the side of glorifying drug use, though, mate. Uh, The patron burger has also caused a stir online, with scores of social media users accusing the bar of idolising the drug lord. You're so naive. I hope you one day actually talk to a Colombian and realise how offensive your restaurant is, one user wrote. Who the... Christ, mm, idolises a drug lord and sticks rolled up dollar bill in the burger, mate, wrote another. Uh, however, many users gave the store sense of humour a thumbs up. <laughs> Looks like we might have to get some nose burgers tomorrow night, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Call your man, yeah. Get the fucking nose burgers in. <laughs> Another user wrote, a line worth waiting for. <laughs> in a written statement, the bar owners admitted Pablo Escobar was a horrible man who destroyed the lives of thousands of Colombians. We do not condone, idolise, nor promote Pablo Escobar or his actions in any way. It's just a bit of fun, mate. Uh, we are, however, Australian, and we know how to have a laugh. We are here with a... In Australia, mate. You absolute sexual terrorist, mate. Ooh, disgrace. Don't bother looking on your face. We know how to have a laugh, mate, about how to have a good play on words. Hard to find someone who's not offended by anything in 2019. Well, you know, what are you going to do? Uh, the staff at Pablo Escoburgers uh, said, look, what would be the... I mean, but half the point is offending some people on it, isn't it? That's why that makes the joke funnier if no one was offended by it at all or like it then it wasn't edgy in any way then i don't know it wouldn't be be half of half of the point would be anyway the staff at pablo escobar burgers 
So they won't be changing the name despite backlash from the public, including members of the Colombian community living in the area. All publicity is good publicity. We're happy with the name. We've seen a lot worse. Yeah, the battered wife was a hell of a lot worse. Uh, Escobar's time as the head of the cartel saw Colombia become the world's murder capital. Uh, the drug lord hired hitman to target police and ordered hundreds of killings. Uh, he was shot dead in 1993. Yeah, I mean, he's obviously an all-round scumbag, isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't he? Good tash, though. Can't argue with the tash. Good Netflix series. Mm-hmm. Right, what have we got in terms of shoe throwers? Right, look, let's play this Bad Man Can't Dance one again. Really uh, strong, strong work. Strong, powerful work. Oh yeah, of course. Fire Festival was supposed to be on Pablo Escobar's island. They're like, yeah, you can do it as long as you don't mention Pablo Escobar or anything. Like, first trailer comes out. Pablo Escobar's island! Billy! Uh! Right, old dude, go and knock someone off.
Yeah, I'm pleased with them. Batman Can't Dance by Psycon. And what a fine compilation of shoe throwers that was. Oh, yeah. I think um, there is uh, somewhere in there. Uh, I've got uh, footage of Mr. Merck throwing his shoe. There he goes. It's a slipper. (laughs) Bosh. (laughs) Damn. Uh, So if anyone else wants to video themselves hurling shoes at uh, walls, I would probably say not at people or pets, but uh, unless they're willing, obviously pets excluded from that. As um, I think you'd, you'd find it hard pushed to um, convince a pet of, of such a thing, and I think it, if, even if you, I feel there'd be coercion involved. But you know, there's a willing a willing target. You know, if they're happy to do it, if you've got them to sign a consent form or something, then that's fine. Anyway, video yourself throwing shoes. Send them to me. I'll add them to the add them to the roster, and uh, when shoe throwers drop, shoes get thrown. Right, come on. What else have we got in here? Um, Terrifying clown mask gang went on a ride out to target rivals with loaded shotgun. Uh, Richard Hartley Parkinson reports. 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 Uh, Hartley Parkinson, known for his um, hard hitting investigative journalism on you know uh, gangs, uh, street culture, uh, urban urban lifestyle. Urban Decay. Uh, he's um, he's a hard bastard, Hartley Parkinson. He's uh, he's he's the sort of um, he may sound posh, but he's actually the metro the sort of metro hard man basically. Like he's a bit. To be honest, people are scared of him. He's always got a set of brass knuckles in his pocket. You know, he throws his weight around. He turns up to the office. He's got a, an old leather jacket on with loads of patches and stuff on it. Some say he used to be in a biker gang. Some say he got chucked out for being too hard. There's a lot of rumours going around about Hartley Parkinson. A lot of rumours. But he was up early this morning, 6.44am, he posted this. Uh, A a gang member who donned a a quote-unquote scary clown mask and brandished a shotgun from a stolen BMW uh, during a police chase is facing jail. Uh, Lee Kan, Akin Soji, 21, and three other young men were pursued by officers during a ride-out to target rivals in East London. The old Bailey heard. One suspect was caught on camera waving a gun out the window as they drove through narrow residential streets and over speed bumps at up to 60 miles an hour. I mean, that's the real crime here, if anything. Driving over speed bumps at 60 miles an hour, you're going to knacker your suspension. You, you could damage the underside of your BMW. I guess it's a stolen BMW, so they're not at that bothered about maintaining the structural integrity of the car, so as long as it facilitates the escape from the cops. Anyway, I digress. Oh, there's a video of it. Um, seems reasonable. Uh, they're chasing car. Oh, they've hit it in the. They've hit it up the bum, but it's still going. Uh, chasing it. That's uh, it now. Oh, look! You can see uh, the weapon used. You can see him holding. Uh, I believe uh, the term is a shotty. 
a shotty out of the window. And he, I can't see the clown mask. It's a black BMW. Uh, black, I don't know what the model is. Seems uh, less than 10 years old. Driving very quickly over these speed bumps. Very, really no care for the safety of the passengers or other motorists or potential pedestrians. Very not not cool, man. Not cool. Uh, taking corners a little bit wider than I personally would, although I guess under the circumstances, you know, he's very fast over the speed bumps. Oh, no, no, no. All that make you feel like that would give you a terrible sicky tummy, that would. Terrible. You should think about these things. They Probably when they got arrested, they are like, oh, enough travel sick. Oh, no, have you got any quells? Have you? Have you got any Dramamine? Oh, oh, enough, enough. Oh, no, don't cuff me too hard. I'm, I feel a bit peaky. Please, officer, I feel a bit peaky. Could you not? Come on, I'll take my clown mask off. Oh, they got a picture of the clown mask here. Yeah, it's sort of terrifying, uh, I guess, in a way. I mean, yeah, I, I, I think I would find the shotgun itself more terrifying than the clown mask. Officers, including one who described the white mask as reminiscent of uh, Hollywood film Heat, Open fire, believing their lives were in danger, jurors told. Wow. In dramatic dash cam footage played to the court, an officer could be heard shouting, Gun, gun, they've got a gun. They're pointing a long-barreled weapon at us. Uh, the chase came to an end when the BMW was driven the wrong way down a one-way street in uh, Leytonstone. Uh, Akin Soji emerged from the car wearing a clown mask, and all four gang members were wearing gloves. A bit chilly out, I guess. And had their faces partially or fully covered. Mm. Afterwards, police seized an arsenal of weapons, including an axe and a zombie knife. Christ, they really do look like they're prepping for the apocalypse. A loaded shotgun was found in the car while cartridges were discovered on the ground nearby. Uh, yeah, it also does seem rather terrifying. Uh, I will say, there's some rowdy knives. Yeah, not, it's not, not cool as such. Uh, a lot. Uh, e, they're, they're part of the E7 gang uh, from Forest Gate. Court heard uh, he's on trial alongside some other from some others for, who had formed an alliance under the name the Northside Newham. All four men had produced a number of drill music videos. Oh, okay, including videos bragging about gang activity and serious criminality, uh, such as driving too fast over speed bumps. Taking corners a bit wide. Yeah, well, shut them down, I say. Shut them down. Right, what else we got? Uh, let's try this bit. Um, Pulsar, be free. Pulsar spelt with a triangle, so that's a bit of fun. Yes, cartridges, like printer cartridges, presumably. Been stealing printer ink. Understandable, it's very expensive. Be, be, be. 
Uh, if you want to send in a sheet-throwing video, just email it to will at threshold.fm. Or send it to me on Facebook, post it in the Lobster Crew group, as long as I can download it. Yes, B3 by Pulsar, spelt with a triangle. Staffordshire Bull Terrier is officially named as Britain's favourite dog. Oh, lovely stuff. Anyway, man's penis snapped during sex and swelled to the size of a wine bottle. Hartley Parkinson, the thug of the metro, the thug of the familia, that's me, uh, reports, 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 reports. A man has vowed to be more careful whilst having sex with his girlfriend. <laughs> After he slipped and fractured his penis. Oh, God. That's yeah, a rough way to go out, isn't it? <laughs> I vow to in future lovemaking sessions to be more careful. I have been playing it fast and loose with the old chap recently. And I have suffered dire consequences. <laughs> dire physical consequences. Uh, due to my slapdashery and you know general uh, yeah anyway oh dear he looks um he's punching a bit i will say he he is um yeah he's punching significantly or maybe it's just a bad photo of him anyway maybe he's a lovely guy who knows you know maybe he's got a well he's certainly has after this sean marsden 48 says he heard a crack that left him writhing in pain that was off the scale when he was injured while lovemaking. Didn't Unilad uh, reported it as he was writhing in believable pain? <laughs> like, it's like, it's like, he's obviously in a lot of pain. I can, I can really believe that. He said his penis swelled to the size of a wine bottle soon after and later discovered that as well as the fracture, he had torn his urethra. <laughs> It's appalling. Oh, Lord of mercy. Doctors at the Royal Shrewbury Hospital gave him morphine to dull the pain and told him he'd have to avoid having sex for a month. Damn. Uh, despite being sore, uh, he said he lasted just three weeks. What a hero. What? <laughs> it's the hero we deserve, not the hero we need. Oh, he's got a Staffordshire Bull Terrier. Oh, good for him. Uh, however, he said that he doesn't want to repeat the situation. He does the sun. I'm definitely going to be more careful in the future. We need to be more gentle because we can't afford for this to happen again. <laughs> oh, well, at least you weren't in America. At least you didn't have to pay for your broken dick. He describes how he was left unable to walk properly following the incident, which happened after he slipped into the pelvis of his girlfriend, Louise Gray, 36. Uh, Sean knew instantly something was wrong and they dialed 999. Doctors carried out a penile exploration and told him he had damaged muscles uh, before discharging him the next day with a temporary catheter, painkillers, and a plastic rod along his shaft uh, with his penis wrapped in bandages. God, you'd be a sorry state of affairs after that, wouldn't you? Really walking, well, excuse the pun, walking home with your tail between your legs after that one, aren't you? He said he had a high, has a high sex drive. But the thought of making love left him feel nauseous, as if he had been driven too fast over a speed bump by a gang of clown mask-wearing goons. 
He added, he has only had sex with his girlfriend twice since the incident. A significant reduction from almost daily intercourse. It's nice to get... (laughs) It's nice to get a sort of little peep through the keyhole into their sex life. Uh, (laughs) After this. Bless him. In a similar incident in 2016, a man from Gillingham, Kent, snapped his penis while trying for a baby with his girlfriend. Trying too hard, I'm afraid. He ended up having to have a circumcision and was barred from sex for six weeks. Rough, man. That is rough. How common is penile fracture? If the penis is violently twisted when erect, it can break. There are no bones in the penis. Huh? Then why is it called a boner? I thought the bone slides in, doesn't it? I think that's that's how it works. Uh, But the tubes that fill with blood during erection can burst. Good coffee. Little, uh, little old spite number, actually. Oh, lovely stuff. Uh, blood pours out of them. Not paid for that. Um, blood pours out of them inside the penis and causes a very painful swelling. Uh, reported cases of penile fracture are rare, but it's thought that some men are too embarrassed to report to their doctor. Damage during sex, where their partner is top, is responsible for about one third of all cases. What are the rest? What about the other two thirds? The breakage usually occurs when a man's penis slips out of his partner's vagine and is violently bent. Uh, This is the source. The citation for this is the NHS, the National Health Service. Dennis Rodman, I believe, has broken his a number of times. There is a video, which I feel like was probably for Vice, where he's talking about it and there's a sort of, they've animated it. Uh, It's a lovely story. (laughs) I would thoroughly recommend anyone looking, uh, looking. He said there was a lot of blood. It's a, it's actually pretty harrowing, but quite funny at the same time. It's um yeah, it's quite common for people to snap the banjo string. I personally have never have, and not to say that I never will. I mean, I don't think people tend to do it intentionally. Uh, done off, make a mess though. Apparently, it might look like you've um sacrificed a small lamb on your sheets after that. Uh, yeah, give it a miss. Uh, I mean, if the opportunity is there, if you know, I would say give it a miss. I mean. Not like, you know, you're about to have sex with someone, you find out that they've got crabs, and you're like, nah, mm, eh, do it anyway. Not like that. I would say swerve it. Like, if, I don't know, they've got, you know, something worse. Syphilis or something. Just nah, jog it on. Give it a miss. Anyway, uh, what else have we got in here? Half-naked woman caught masturbating in public, kept going after she was arrested. Damn. A nine-year-old schoolboy, believed to be world's youngest cage fighter. Uh, all right, let, let's get. Actually, I tell you what, I'm gonna get into this bad karma tune by Objective. It's nice. It's uh, it's strong, strong and firm, like a pre, a, a penis pre-break. I would say. I'm not sure the context, Tom Cam, but you, I can confirm, yes, I did get two GCSEs in science. Thank you. 
and heavyweight Their style's marga The underestimate the force you bring is larger Get smarter Ask the questions if they're not willing to answer Give us the information, we don't want to barter What you waiting for, time to act faster Vibe starter, speaking my vision Punchlines heavy when they hit to make a mess on Aiming with my iron sight, firing with precision Flee from reality, escape from this prison There is some awful chat going on in the YouTube chat. It's truly harrowing stuff. Please do not bring that chat to the Lobster Crew group on Facebook. Just keep it to yourselves, or I don't know, start a Discord. <laughs> Look, I, I don't know the ins and outs of my science GCSEs. It was two Cs, double science. Uh, it was like 20 years ago. <laughs> Bad karma, I can make a bright day feel darker. This thing is so popular, it's real drama. Hey, power gen 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 in the chat. Been looking up shoe thrower shoe throwing records in the Guinness uh, Guinness Book of Records and there don't seem to be any. It's for the lobsters for the taking. This is an interesting prospect. What do you reckon? Most shoes thrown in an hour? Most shoes thrown in, I don't know, much longer? How many shoes can you keep throwing? Hmm. This is worth a brainstorm in the Lobster Crew group. Bad karma. I can make a bright day feel darker. This ain't a soap opera, it's real drama. Feel the bases, it breaks through your armor. A dark saga. If you can't understand, then try a little harder We're coming in heavyweight, their style's marga The underestimate the force you bring is larger Get smarter, ask the questions if they're not willing to answer Give us the information, we don't want to barter What you waiting for, time to act faster Vibe starter, speaking my vision Punchlines heavy when they hit to make a mess on Aiming with my iron sight, firing with precision Flee from reality, escape from this prison Almost a 50 live watchers It's creeping up slowly, week on week. The peak listeners are creeping up slowly. They're coming in, they're clawing their way in, these new lobsters. Mmm, looks like some of y'all have been breaking the first rule of Lobster Club. <laughs> first rule of Lobster Club, share, share the live stream. Um, right, look, come on, what else have we got? No more pee. Okay, half-naked woman caught masturbating in public. Kept going, even after she was arrested. Pfft, look, it's... No one wants to have to abandon a wank midway through. I think it's only fair, let her finish. I think that should be a basic human right. Once you've started, if someone interrupts you, I mean, I guess it's different if it's in public. I will say it's, a, yeah. Um, I mean, this is this is as good a point as, as any for doing one of the easiest switcheroo one-liner jokes uh, ever. Um, don't you hate it when you're wanking and 
someone tells you to get off the bus. You, you know, anyway, no, I'm sorry. Uh, half-naked woman uh, caught masturbating in public, continued to pleasure herself even after she was handcuffed in the police car. That's impressive. She got the cuffs behind the back, really, I guess. Uh, Davy Nichols, 26, is accused of continuing to behave indecently after she was arrested with no pants on uh, and performing a solo sex act on the patio of the Marriott Hotel, Austin, Texas, on Tuesday evening. Good times, girls. When you come out tonight, Austin PD officers were called to the hotel after a worker claimed to have seen Nichols holding a silver object against her privates with her legs straight up in the air, spread open. She's not shy. According to the court documents seen by the Austin American statesman, uh, the workers could hear Nichols making moaning noises. God, it's it's a concern if, um, you know, you've done a few dingers or whatever and you just sort of, you know, your eyes are you're in and out. You think you're somewhere else. But it turns out you're actually in public. <laughs> Disaster. I mean, you know, I guess there's a sort of safeguard for that with geezers in that just you just got no chance of getting a boner. Um, but obviously for lasses, yeah, dangerous. Uh, when he tried to approach her to tell her to stop what she was doing, she yelled She yelled at him to get back. Just let me finish. Nichols is said to have spent uh, spent around seven or eight minutes masturbating on the patio before moving uh, to the terrace uh, to continue her antics. When approached by a cop, uh, she is said to have stopped moving her arms under the table and placed them on top of it. It was then the police officers noticed that Nichols was not wearing any pants. Uh, she is said to have... <laughs> said to... <laughs> She is said to have uh, recommenced her sordid behaviour after being arrested and cuffed and put in the back of a cruiser. Nichols, whose Facebook page uh, lists her worker as Sonic Drive-In. Oh, that's a burger place, isn't it? Oh, nice to expose her place of work, Metro, twats. Uh, has been charged with indecent exposure and is currently in the Travis County Jail in lieu of a $3,000 bond. I let her out. Um, Bob Fossil in the chat says, looks like she was fingered. Yeah, very funny. Um, Robin Crabb, well, nobody likes to stop mid-fiddle. True. Gary Kennedy. Uh, tut, tut, the Marion really has gone to the dogs. Where on earth was the concierge when the guest obviously needed service? <laughs> Lobsters. Right. Okay. Nine-year-old cage fighter. He looks hard. I wouldn't fight him. I mean, I would. He's much more than me. I'd... Yeah, to be honest, he he he's probably got better striking than than I have. But you know, if it's full MMA rules, I'll, I'll tear his legs off. Anyway, uh, believed to be the world's youngest cage fighter, Alfie Williams is putting us all to shame by having achieved more than any of us probably will in our lifetimes at the tender age of nine. It's probably not really true, is it? But okay, well, you know, Jess Hardyman with the preamble. Yep. Well, most of us can't even commit to a light jog every week. Again, talk, talk for yourself, Hardy Man. Alfie is determined to be uh, one day become a world champion MMA star like Conor McGregor. Having won his first fight in just 22 seconds, the youngster has since emerged triumphant from 15 out of 20 bouts. Um, despite being just four foot three, Alfie, who hails from Stoke-on-Trent, Staffordshire, frequently goes up against opponents who are much larger and older than him. Alfie's trainer, Ross Poynton. Now, you may remember Ross Poynton for any fans of the... UFC TV series, The Ultimate Fighter, he was on it. I don't know what number season it was, but it was the one with uh, Dan Henderson and, um, oh God, matey from Manchester. I can't remember his name. Michael Bispin. And uh, he didn't do well. But, you know, bless him, he's a trainer now. There was also a documentary on, 
either the BBC or Channel Four, few part documentary about you know uh, men doing MMA, and you know people who it had sort of helped out and kept on the straight and narrow. And it was uh, his gym and his. Um, Anyway, this is just unnecessary trivia. Alfie's trainer, Ross Poynton, says that he knows plenty of grown adults who wouldn't dare take on the mini McGregor in the cage. Well, I'm not sure about that. Uh, but as well as that, Alfie's dad, construction worker Chris Williams, said the sport has transformed his son from a bit of a loudmouth to a focused, disciplined and respectful young man. That's cool, isn't it? Uh, Chris said Alfie absolutely loves cage fighting. I'd, I'd be surprised. It seems unlikely that the dad refers to it as cage fighting because no one who does MMA refers to it as cage fighting. That is something that exclusively the press refer to it as. Alfie absolutely loves cage fighting. He hates bullying and always stands up for his mates. If it came to it, he could take a good hit and give a good hit. Uh, He can easily get me in a headlock very easily. Uh, but the sport teaches him respect, so I know that he he would only do it as a last resort. Look, it, look, why it, it shouldn't last? Shouldn't come to that. Your child should never have to get you in a headlock. That something has something has fucked up a long time ago. If your nine year old is having to use his skills to get you in a headlock, what he, he's a very active child, but the sport has brought a huge amount of discipline to him. According to Chris, Alfie has been a pretty confident kid, having first started with kickboxing at the age of four, and then moved to Taekwondo when he was six, uh, going on to become a world champion. Wow. In 2018, he started training at Gladiator MMA Stoke uh, in Stoke-on-Trent. Yes, run by now mentor and trainer Ross, a former MMA champion in his own right. Ross, 34, said, Alfie came to me almost a year ago. He's become so much more outgoing. He's blah 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 Oh, he's got a good sprawl on him. I'd like to see some... There's no video... Uh, of uh, little Alfie knocking seven shades of shart out of other children. Uh, I'm, I'm well. Best of luck to him. I'm sure he'll be an absolute menace in the octagon when he's older. Good boy. Good boy. Okay. In Japan, you can pay someone seven quid an hour to listen to you moaning. Decent. Uh, if there's one thing we all love, it's a good old moan. Complaining about the terrible weather, whining about noisy eaters gobbing off about capitalism, or cry, crying yourself to sleep about the Tory government. Anything, everything. Uh, but in Japan, it doesn't have to be the case of bitching to colleagues behind someone's back or whining about your other half over a beer with your mate or endlessly complaining about... <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I, uh, I, I can't post the bloody... Uh, stop arguing about communism thing in the chat anymore because is uh, as Joe very kindly pointed out, I'd spell arguing wrong. Cast <laughs> this dyslexia. Lobsters. Padgage. Yeah. Anyway, you can return to a complete stranger for six pounds seventy six an hour, or one thousand Japanese yen. Uh, uh, Takanobu. Uh, Nishimoto, a fifty year old fashion consultant, started the online service uh, called Osan Rental. In Tokyo, back in 2012. Osan is a derogatory term for uncles or middle-aged men in Japan, meaning that unlike actual therapy where you seek clinical help, uh, with this service you are just paying someone to be a bit of an agony aunt or agony uncle rather. Okay. Uh, He told the Straits Times uh, that he set up the service to remove all the negative stereotypes of Japanese uncles. Again, it's something I was discussing with uh, Chris the other night, that anyone who calls himself an uncle that is not legitimately your uncle beware beware of them just 
be suspicious of their behaviour. Uh, just you know, I I'm, I can't immediately think of any exceptions. Really, this was in regards to the BBC covering that uh, those candy ravers in America with a dude who calls himself a rave uncle. A rave uncle is not to be trusted. A rave uncle is not taking my daughter to the prom. Let's put it that way. He said, initially, I thought that young men seeking advice would make up most of the client uh, clientele, uh, but it was women from their 20s to 50s. Uh, that leads, leads itself open to uh, just sexist jokes, I guess. That, um, I guess I can hold on to those. Uh, if you're willing to part with almost £7 an hour to have a middle-aged man listen to your problems... <laughs> Although uh, customers' needs vary, uh, meaning the Ossans can do just about anything. Along with dishing out career or love advice, they can also be someone's companion at a concert, act as a boyfriend to ward off stalkers, or even help move furniture. Wow, okay, yeah. Uh, the website now receives around 900 bookings a month, um, with the most popular Ossans undertaking about 60 bookings a month and themselves around 675 notes. Not bad, is it? You know, got to have a side hustle. Speaking to the Japanese Times... Uh, Osan, uh, oh, I've just got no chance of pronouncing that, reiterated that he isn't a counsellor, but he is there to help. A lot of people need advice on their lives, their careers, and their relationships. I'm not a counsellor, but I thought my experience might help someone out there. Yeah, it, it seems to um, be a thing that uh, you need to be less and less and less qualified to do anything now, isn't it? It's like, uh, oh, you want to be a new, like, yeah, just call yourself a nutritionist on Instagram. It's fine. It's not a protected term. Doesn't mean anything. Like, yeah, I'm a nutritionist now. Therefore, believe everything I say about like, uh, here. Uh, oh, you need some essential oils, or um, how about this detox tea? Um, it will make you shit out half your colon. I don't know. To become an Osan application, applicants need to be screened to ensure that they are not overly long-winded, which is a trait that many of the clients dislike. They're also subject to compulsory criminal records checks and to make sure they are not goddamn commies. Oh, okay. Osans aren't allowed to touch clients or do anything that will result in a physical relationship. Wow. Uh, sure, getting 675 quid a month for listening to people whinge may sound pretty cushy, but I'm sure many of us might stumble on the bit uh, when it comes to actually giving advice. As for help moving furniture, you can forget it, mate. Jess Hardyman, you are unbelievably work shy. In every article that you write, you somehow manage to get in that you can't be bothered to exercise, can't be bothered to do any sort of physical activity or any, any sort of <laughs> any sort of arduous work. <laughs> right, look, let's have a look at Jess Hardyman's qualifications. But uh, graduated from Manchester University, BA in Film Studies, English Language and Literature. Have you ever seen a more pointless list of qualifications? My GCSE is in double science. Good to come better than that. Oh, dearie me. Doesn't even have a, a bloody qualification in journalism like the rest of these fools. She's got 933 Twitter followers, though, so you can't argue with that. I don't know. Uh, hey, look, guys. Pretty much the end of the show now. Play us out. Let's have uh, this. This is Dysphonia. It's called Critical Mass, and it's on the 20 years of Cause for Concern LP. I imagine we'll be playing the vast majority of this LP over the next few weeks. Yeah, some serious uh, high heel hurlers on this one.
people in the chat arguing about milk. Fine. Just makes a change. Yeah, I might need to stop arguing about veganism, button. I'll be the one getting stuck in on it. Dysphonia. It's called Critical Mass. It is on the Cause for Concern. 20 years of Cause for Concern album. Ah! Lobsters. Package. Yeah, right. Look, just needs me time. Shout out the VIP list. Oh, fine bunch of lobsters. Supporting the show. Supporting Threshold as a whole. Helping me do this every morning. Allowing me to do it every morning. Allowing me to keep the lights on. Allowing me to keep driving this crazy train off the rails so uh, if you want to if you want your name on this list shout it out at the end of every show you can go to support the station on the website and either sign up for ten dollars a month or more on patreon you can support for less if you want but anyone supporting for ten dollars a month or more gets their name on this list you can if you don't want to use patreon uh, you can use paypal you can do it either a one-off or you can do a recurring thing with it um threshold gets considerably more of the cash although it's um it's not quite as fun i guess as patreon a lot of people are uh, are into it as a vibe it's a seems like a vibe to me but anyway the vip list is as follows oliver hooper nicholas gonclaus tom ryan reese mosson squidgy beats parsons paulie hutton kieran r michael kazitsky matthew Tompkins, dave long joel potter carl murphy sam howard tony j richard patterson jack murphy tom cam stephen harris matthew bollard zara pickle jerome van thunderbutt mike pye anthony walker lily ansar richard franks thomas hall chode Ryder, andrew heichelbeck uh, John Finnison, the BDR crew, Peter Blatchford, Austin Grief Cooper, Kennedy Lightfield, Ryan Glazer, James Parry, Dave Thompson, Hendo Bartendo, Lady Scriffington, Liam the Menace, Underwood, Dan fucking Morris, a guy with no STDs, Justin Mazza, and Ames MC. What a fine bunch of freaking lobsters. Lo- lobsters. God almighty, nothing works around here. I bloody give me strength. Look, I will be back at 
Uh, when will I be back? Three o'clock today. Rankings records on my high-ranking Facebook page and on the Threshold.fm Facebook page. And then 7.30 this evening, Jim will be in for Ranking Radio. And that will be broadcast on the Ranking Radio Facebook page. Thank you all for listening. You're all wonderful. Uh, okay, Robin's in the chat pretending to be Stalin. This is a bit of fun. I will see you later or tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. for more coffee, more memes, and, uh, you know, more shoe throwers. Lovely stuff. All right. I'll see you later. Goodbye. Goodbye. I love you. Goodbye. Goodbye.